Welcome to the Fit Balanced Healthy Podcast. My name is Hannah, and I'm a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, health mindset coach, functional nutrition, and metabolism specialist, and the creator of the Fit Balanced Healthy brand. Ladies, I get it. This whole health and fitness thing can be frustrating and confusing AF. You've got a career, family, and a life that you love, but this piece of your life is one where you still feel stuck. That's exactly why I created Fit Balanced Healthy. I cut through the BS to help women improve their health, achieve their fitness goals, and find balance in both their bodies and lives. So if that sounds like what you need, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit Balance Healthy Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah. I'm so excited to be here with you today. We are chatting through another fun topic for episode seven, intuitive eating. And if you have been able to tell anything from my topics and episodes so far, I like to pick topics that are a little bit not necessarily controversial, but those that are pretty hot right now that are being talked about by everyone everywhere, especially on social media. And topics I think are so important to unpack and continue the conversation around. So intuitive eating, and that's what we're talking about today. If you have been thinking or hearing about intuitive eating and you're like, I think that's what I want to do. I want to intuitively, I just want to be able to listen to my body. I want to put all of the other stuff behind me and really master this idea of intuitive eating. It seems so attractive. Stick around because that's what we're going to be diving into. But before we get to that, I want to take a moment to remind you if you love what you're hearing so far on the Fit Balanced Healthy podcast, if you'd be so kind as to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen, reviews are the best way to help the podcast grow and reach more women. Don't forget to share your favorite episode with a friend too while you're at it. When you do leave a review, you will be entered into a drawing to win a free coaching session with me. So leave a review, share the love, and enter to win some free coaching while you're at it. Now, diving into intuitive eating. Here's my hot take. Here's where I'm going to start. I don't think intuitive eating is for everyone right away. And there is such a big conversation around intuitive eating and that it is for everybody. And I do believe that, but I don't know that it's for everybody right away. I don't know that it is as easy as so many people try to make it seem on social media. Telling someone to just eat intuitively doesn't mean a whole lot to the person who doesn't understand what a balanced diet looks like or what intuitive eating even feels like in their body. There's so much more to unpack than just saying, hey, just eat intuitively or you just choosing, hey, I'm just going to start intuitively eating. We need to dive in. We need to understand so much more before we can truly make that decision and feel good about it. And I know there's so much um, complexity behind this topic and so much nuance here, which is exactly what I want to dive further into. Someone without the right guidance and awareness and education might eat intuitively and only eat highly processed foods and carbs and no fiber, for example. And this could result in negative health outcomes like poor blood sugar regulation and digestion. And that kind of defeats the purpose of learning how to eat intuitively and listen to our body and do things that are actually going to help our bodies feel good. Or maybe they end up under eating, whether from food choices, maybe they haven't unpacked where their mindset around food is coming from, and they're constantly choosing things that are low, low calorie, or maybe they are highly stressed and aren't actually having clear hunger cues, and they aren't otherwise addressing those issues where they're stemming from. That is problematic too. 
I also want to take a moment to clarify what intuitive eating is not. I think that this has become a little bit more um, of a common conversation and something that's addressed in a lot of the content around intuitive eating, which I think is so important. But intuitive eating is not just eating whatever without the regard for health. There is a component of health in intuitive eating. That's the whole purpose is coming back to our intuition. The way we were born when we were babies, we were the most intuitive eaters that we ever were. But the ways that our mindset and our choices around food have been changed as we age and have moved throughout life have been shaped by the things we see in media, the things that our parents are doing, the things that others in our lives are doing. So you can see how quickly and easily our choices and our mindset around things get shaped and they aren't truly ours. They aren't truly intuitive to us. They're just what we think we should do. And that's exactly what intuitive eating is trying to combat and push back against and help us get back to that intuitive place where we can make choices that feel good to us, which I love and think that's so important. But there is a component of health there. There is a component of when we are truly like intuitive eaters, we know what is going to feel good and help our body feel and function at its best. So that's important to acknowledge. The other thing that intuitive eating is not, it's not a method for weight loss. And I think that's a really big misconception. A lot of people, you know, my biggest pet peeve is seeing reels on social media of people being like, join me as I show you what I eat intuitively. And the first thing they're showing is, you know, a picture of what their body looks like to show you this is what you can look like if you eat intuitively, which can be so um misleading and really lead people to think that oh this is this is a strategy for me to lose weight if I just get back to intuitive eating and and learn to listen to my body then that's what my body will look like I'll be able to lose weight I'll be able to change my appearance and that's defeating the purpose that's not the point of intuitive eating intuitive eating is letting go of the idea of changing our body and what it looks like that is a part of of this whole process not to say that your body can't or won't change during the process of getting back to intuitive eating as a result of maybe making choices that are more supportive and better for your body, but that's not the point. That's not the whole purpose. My thoughts around all of this is that the truth is that eating, food, nutrition is a piece of a bigger picture. It's one piece of your health and health needs to be viewed holistically. That is just my two cents and my experience. We can't just see things in a vacuum and only focus on nutrition. And if we just eat intuitively, it's as simple as that. And we're going to become and get back to our healthiest selves and feel our best. Though I do think intuitive eating is something that's so important and something that we can and should all be striving towards. And I think it is possible for everybody to accomplish intuitive eating and be able to eat intuitively and feel so good about it. But to be able to eat intuitively, we need to be able to listen to our bodies, which can be so hard to do when we've spent our entire lives being disconnected from our bodies. I am somebody who will acknowledge firsthand that I felt that I was so disconnected from my body, but I didn't realize it. In the moment, we don't realize how disconnected we've become from our bodies. So how how does that make it easy for us to just, oh, suddenly we're going to tune in and be intuitive and know what our bodies are asking us? It takes time and practice to really figure that out. and to connect back to our intuition and what our bodies are actually telling us. You also need to be able to listen to our body in the sense that we're not overriding hunger cues and skipping meals. So many of us are doing this and I think this is addressed in a lot of intuitive eating coaching which is so important making sure that we're tuning into other aspects of our body that might be 
telling us, hey, it's time to eat. Let's make sure that we're eating besides just the, the typical grumbling stomach, which is also something so many of us have become conditioned to ignore just from diet culture and society in general. And thinking it's a win to skip meals. I don't know about you, but that was something that happened to me at one point in life. I thought it's a win if I skip breakfast today. Like eat less is better, right? But that's the whole point is we're trying to push back against those ideas. But there's so many complex things here that we have to address because many of us are so used to and our norm has become overriding hunger cues or letting stress rule our lives which can influence our hunger cues or not getting enough sleep or so many different factors that can affect our hunger and fullness cues and impact our ability to actually listen to them so we can say intuitive eating is the way to go and just eat intuitively and just listen to your body and make choices based on what makes you feel good but how can we say that when we think that our body is telling us to be sedentary, when we think our body is telling us to opt for the less nutritious foods, when really that's the instant gratification mindset and the lack of intuition, there is a balance and there is a fine line of figuring out what intuitive eating looks like for you, feels like for you, and there's so many other components of it too. So I decided to do a little Google search because that's what the average person is going to do, right? If you hear about intuitive eating on social media, or if you take a scroll on TikTok and you're starting to learn about it, these are some of the things that you might come across if you just type it into a Google search bar. What is intuitive eating? And so I wanted to start here because this is what the average person is going to see rather than just giving you some sort of um, more formal scientific article or breakdown of exactly what it is. There's so many different definitions out there. So I want to bring attention to that too. So here's a couple of things that I found. Um, intuitive eating is a non-dieting approach to changing your eating habits. It's about trusting your body to make food choices that feel good for you without judging yourself or the influence of diet culture. It means making peace with all types of foods, unlike traditional diets that can restrict or ban foods. Intuitive eating is a self-care eating framework, which integrates instinct, emotion, and rational thought. I think I like that one the best, the combination of all of those components there. Intuitive eating aims to offer a non-diet approach that still takes healthy eating into account. What, what does that mean to somebody who doesn't know what healthy eating looks like to them or for their entire lives have, has spent thinking that healthy eating is under eating or has a completely skewed idea of what that looks like. That is my my issue with that definition. Um, an eating style that promotes a healthy attitude toward food and body image. Definitely think that's an important component of it. Intuitive eating teaches you how to learn from situations where you get too hungry or eat beyond fullness and how to move on with your life without guilt. So there's so much mixed messaging around it. I think there's also a lot of components that go into it and that's a part of this, but this can be obviously confusing just like anything else, just like somebody who's out there trying to navigate which diet to do. And the whole point of intuitive eating is to, to get away from the diets, but just like anybody trying to figure out and trying to understand how to eat in a way that's going to support their body and help them feel their best and function at their best, it can be confusing when there's so much information you're trying to navigate this is where obviously anything that you want to do or accomplish if you aren't familiar with it if you haven't experienced it before and it's something that's important to you this is where bringing in the help of a guide or a coach someone who is skilled and trained in this area is so important but as it is this is just there's so much mixed messaging and just so much information to sort through and trying to figure it out i mean like i said what is this 
what does this all mean to the person who really doesn't have an idea of what healthy eating looks like? There is a bit of education that's going to be required around how to build a balanced plate and how to make choices, like what types of foods are going to make us feel more satisfied when we eat them versus others that aren't. What does that mean? And this is going to look a little bit different for the person whose hunger cues are tanked from years of dieting and stress. And if they read this definition, just, you know, listen to your hunger cues and they're like, well, I'm never hungry. So I'm intuitively eating. That's not necessarily a good thing either. I do love the concept. I do believe this should be the goal. And that is the goal with every single woman that we work with to get them to a place where they can eat intuitively and know what that looks and feels like for them. But the fact of the matter is some of these definitions can be a little bit confusing for those who don't have the right education and guidance when it comes to nutrition and food choices as a whole. Because we have to look at this holistically too. Like the one definition mentioned, yes, sometimes we can eat beyond fullness and move on, but we also need to unpack it too, understand it, figure out what caused it, and see how that actually made us feel to build better behaviors where we can actually tune into our bodies and make choices that help us feel good. Because consistently using intuitive eating as an excuse to overeat or override hunger cues is not the point either. That's that's the opposite of in eating intuitively. Another component I, I hear talked about a lot with intuitive eating is, you know, the influence of chronic dieting and our poor relationships and mindsets around food, they do create deeper health issues. A lot of times we do see chronic undereating or dieting leading to digestive issues and other issues that create a cascade effect within the body. So I think that's important to acknowledge. And this is why I love the idea of intuitive eating and learning how to actually come back to our intuition and learning how to fuel our bodies in a way that helps us feel and function at our best. So in that sense, intuitive eating really can be a solution for a lot of a lot of these things that life has influenced us around to make choices that aren't really the best for our body because of diet culture. But it doesn't take away from the fact that there are things that just simply starting to eat intuitively also won't fix. So it's not just as simple as that. And it also doesn't take away from the feelings of those who desire to eat intuitively, who are still actively struggling with it, who are having a hard time figuring out what it looks like, what it means for them, and who are struggling to see others promote it like it's this easy thing. The others who aren't struggling with the body image issues and weight issues that they might be in the moment. And so that can feel disheartening. In my personal experience, I wouldn't be able to eat intuitively if I didn't first learn the foundation of a balanced diet, understand what foods I'm putting onto my plate and into my body. I mean, growing up, reflecting back now, there was so much that, you know, my parents would put a balanced plate together for dinner, but I didn't understand. I didn't know or have the awareness or education around what I was eating. I just knew this is the food that's put in front of me. Now, as somebody who has learned to become more educated, I see that and say, wow, I did actually eat balanced meals for dinner, but there was a lot more that I didn't understand that I was just reaching for foods and not really understanding how they feel my body and how they made me feel. So I think there is such an important component of education and understanding our food choices too. So that being said, I do think intuitive eating is something, like I said, even earlier in this podcast episode that we should all strive for and can accomplish with the right help. And, and we can also acknowledge that it's not just that simple. The quality of our food matters, addressing the mental side of things matter, what you eat does matter, and you do need that mindset going into it in a sense. I think it really comes down to 
feeling and learning how to be empowered and making food choices that truly, truly make you feel good and help your body function well. That's such an important thing. And I think a lot of people miss this, just trying to jump into this intuitive eating journey that they're seeing promoted everywhere on social media. You can eat whatever you want. You get to choose what makes you feel good. There should not be guilt around it. But you also need to know what it that is and what that feels like first. And these are all things I teach the women that we work with at Fit Balanced Healthy. Even though I will admit right now to you, most of them don't start with intuitive eating. Some do. Everybody's different. It depends on goals and where you're at and what you want to accomplish and the things that you are struggling with. But most of our clients do not start just eating intuitively, though that is our goal for them. We build a foundation that allows them to get to that point eventually. Now, I also want to acknowledge, because this is definitely something that you'll see on social media too, some people may need to or choose to go all in. You may have heard of this term to just go all in. And, you know, I think this is a little bit of a different approach around intuitive eating. Um, I think it depends on where you're at mentally with food. And if that's what you need to do, you do you. Um, That's not something I'm going to personally advise here on this episode or that I personally advise in general. I think it's always important to have the guidance of somebody who's experienced in in this area to make sure that we're doing this regardless in a way that's going to be helpful and serving to both our mental and physical health. And I just think there's there's a a better way to approach it when working in tandem with the right support to work towards intuitive eating in a way that's going to be good for you all around. And just like anything, intuitive eating is a journey. It's not something that you can just jump into and be great at and feel good about and be like, oh, I just know how to do this. It's something that, like I mentioned before, we've become so disconnected from our bodies. It's going to take time to get back to that place where we do feel connected, where we do feel like we can listen in and tune in and listen and know the choices that we need to make. And there's so much more that goes into it too, from a physical perspective and internal health perspective, things that could be influencing our lack of hunger cues or our mixed signals that we are getting confused by, our cravings, all of these things that can make intuitive eating feel that much harder, which is where, again, I think it's so important to have the right support, a practitioner there to help you dive into these things on a deeper level beyond just the surface of, okay, we're going to jump into intuitive eating, just listen to your body, because it's so much more nuanced than that. So as you can see, my my stance on intuitive eating lands somewhere in the middle. It's something I truly fully believe in. It's something that I use myself. It's something that I work with my clients to get to a point where they can confidently say and do it too. But at the same time, I also acknowledge that it's not just that simple. There's so much more nuance that goes into it. There's so many more factors that we need to consider when it comes down to our health our nutrition, our food choices, listening to our body as a whole. What's your experience been like? I'd love to hear from you. I have past clients who currently intuitively eat successfully and have done so ever since we worked together. I have clients who are working with us now who are still in the process of working towards that point. I have spoken to many women who have 
always eaten intuitively or who have dove right into intuitively eating successfully or who have come up against struggles. So I would love to hear from you and what your experience has been like with intuitive eating, what your feelings and thoughts around it are, where you've had successes, where you've had struggles, and if any of this resonated with you. Find me over on Instagram at fitbyhand underscore. My DMs are always open. I look forward to chatting with you. And I can't wait to be here chatting with you again soon. Until next time. If you like what you're hearing on the Fit Balance Healthy podcast, come join us on social media to soak up some more. You can find my personal page at fitbyhand underscore on Instagram and our team page at the.fbh.lifestyle on Instagram as well. You can also find us on TikTok at the.fbh.lifestyle. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to talk with you again soon.